Hi, this is Legend. I'm Sam. I'm Amy. And we are a podcast about cryptids, urban legends, and the paranormal. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So, we are taking a break. Yep, we're done. Done for forever, forever, forever. Goodbye, everybody. It was (laughs) a lovely year. JK. Definitely JK. So what we are doing is since we put out four episodes at the very beginning, day one, we wanted to use those extra three weeks that we earned throughout the year as like a a little break for the holidays, a little pause, less hectic. So this is going to be our last episode for the month, for the year. Oh my goodness. We do have a little surprise, but you have to wait till the end. Sam wants to spill the beans then. Yeah, I got a surprise for you guys. Yes. So the week of the 12th, the 19th, and the 26th will not have our voices on it. But we will be back January 2nd for everybody that has to go right back to work after the New Year's. I know. Hopefully you're not hungover. That would be a long, long hangover, though, you know, because usually they go out on the 31st. Oh, yeah. They should be all nice and clear headed by then. Hopefully. I mean, Mm -hmm. unless they're really saying goodbye to this year. I mean, it's been a year. It's been something. We lost Betty White and Leslie Jordan. I mean, we lost a lot of people. I know there was a lot. Those are (laughs) just the two that came off the top of my head. (laughs) Yeah, it's been very sad, but otherwise mostly uneventful, right? No, no, there's like wars going on and stuff. (laughs) I was like, "Mm, mm." just kidding. (laughs) I, uh, I have this thing where bad things I just push out of my head like they didn't exist. So yeah, it was a, uneventful it, for me. It's an interesting coping skill, but I think I'm with you there. <laughs> yeah. Well, are you ready for this episode? Yeah, let's get into it. Today, I am covering Krampus in the spirit of Christmas and also in the spirit of our podcast. <laughs> Do you know who Krampus is or what Krampus is? I have a general idea. He is German? Yeah. And comes out to get bad kids or something like that? Yeah. Yeah, you nailed it. That's all I know. Oh, and there's a fancy parade thing. Mm -hmm. uh, Festival. Something like that. I think Josh Gates might have went to it. That would be how I know. I we'll have to ask when we get to that part of it, but hopefully he's okay from it. <laughs> so I believe most of us know who old Saint Nick is, but in case we have anyone listening who doesn't know, he's also known as Chris Gringle or Santa Claus. For us in America, Santa comes during the night of Christmas Eve and drops presents off to children who have been good all year, and the kids get to open them on Christmas, which is December 25th. Mm-hmm. So you know how the song goes, he knows if you've been bad or good, so be good for goodness sake? Yes, that was one of my favorites when I was younger. Well, Krampus is probably the reason that you should behave. <laughs> <laughs> the most common 
simple description is that he's half goat and half demon, but there are a few other things to note. He's said to have black or brown fur, long horns, fangs, a long beard, and in a lot of cases, he closely resembles Satan. Cool. So are the horns like curved like a ram's or are they just like sticking out or i've seen them several different ways okay i don't think i think it just depends on Mm -hmm. who is describing krampus okay most most common i think though is like the typical like goat or like devil horns like the straight up ones Mm -hmm. in some legends he may also look like a bat or an abominable snowman. <laughs> Wait, when like I w- the that Jack Frost movie? Or not Jack Frost, the Frost. What is that movie called? Was it The Killer Snowman? I think so. What is I it called? I watched that when I was a little kid. I think it's Jack Frost. Oh, okay. I watched that when I was a kid and it was like my favorite. It was like the most... I think that's why I like the movie Krampus so much. Because I think it has that vibe to it. So, spoiler alert. I'm going to gonna talk about krampus the movie at the end of this what is the the movie is that also jack frost when um michael keaton dies and comes back to his son as a snowman yes actually i think that is jack frost too (laughs) i don't know for sure but i'm pretty sure yeah there was like that really cheesy like murderous jack frost yeah and then he has like Keaton, Jack Frost. really sharp pointed teeth and he looks really scary. Yeah, I tie that in with Leprechaun and all of that, like that era of scary movie. Yes, they're both named Jack Frost according to Google. There we go. Yeah, but we, were, we knew it. Michael Keaton's is way sweeter. <laughs> <laughs> Michael Keaton's just awesome in general. True. So anyways... I When I was looking at pictures for Krampus, I did not see any photos of him looking like a bat or an abominable snowman. Hmm. But some, I guess some people say that he does look like that. Another common thing is that he usually is depicted as having one human foot and one cloven foot. That must suck. That must be such a pain to walk on. (laughs) You're just so uneven. (laughs) And he also has a long, lolling tongue that sometimes hangs down to his chest. That I did see a lot. So Krampus is a mouth breather. Yeah, for sure. Definitely. He's also known to be covered in bells and chains and carrying a switch. Rude. You you know what a switch is, right? Yeah, a tree branch. A little little wispy branch. branch. (laughs) That is used to beat children. Yeah, usually from a weeping willow. Those make the best. (laughs) (laughs) oh would you know (laughs) not personally i don't think unless that's another one of those things i pushed out (laughs) oh that's sad but that's good that we talked about it because i didn't really define it in my notes as what a switch is and sometimes i guess people don't know so if you don't know a switch is a tree branch and it's usually talked about with beating kids Mm -hmm. by the way don't beat your kids yeah. Don't use switches, belts, and all of those things. Don't anyway, Krampus is. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, recording with Amy is always a blast because I will look away <laughs> from her for two seconds and look back at her, and she is doing 
the most random things. Right now she has, I don't even know, it looks like a hockey puck or something, but smaller, it, attached to her forehead. It is my... Oh, no, it like peeled off. It's my obsidian rubber rubbing stone, worry stone that's thing. A stone? Yeah, and there's like a little divot because that's where you rub your thumb on, but it suctions so well to my greasy forehead that this is just where I put it at times. Like I have researched an entire episode with it on my forehead before. I when you took it off your forehead, it literally looked kind of like slime. Oh, like that's... it had the consistency of slime. That's, that's crazy. Weird. It's a rock. It's a rock. Well, you it's guys, not my a rock. Has a rock on her forehead. It is not a rock. It is volcanic glass. Okay, Miss Fancy Pants. <laughs> You have volcanic glass stuck to the middle of your forehead. Yes. Okay. Sorry. (laughs) Back to what I was saying. Krampus is literally the bad cop in a good cop, bad cop cliche. While Santa is obviously the good cop. Mm -hmm. But when I say Krampus is the bad cop, I mean he's, he's real bad. Yeah. He's like, not he should be all. kicked off the force. Yeah, he should not be a police officer oh, whatsoever. Man. Like, charges should be filed. <laughs> <laughs> the legend of Krampus is believed to have originated in Germany in the 1600s and is a popular part of Germany and, I guess, German. Of Germany and Austria's... German and Austrian... Whatever. Holiday season festivities. His name derives from the German word Krampen. Which translates to claw. Oh, is that what happens every month on our periods? Pretty much. It is. That's kind of interesting. It's the claw of death. That is how I've described it before, was that my cramping felt like someone was in there with like Freddy Krueger claws tearing things up. That makes a lot of sense. Mm -hmm. It is believed that Krampus was a part of pagan rituals for the winter solstice. For anyone who may not know, the winter solstice marks the onset of winter and it is the shortest day of the year. In Mm -hmm. the northern hemisphere, that is around December 22nd. And for the southern hemisphere, that is around June 21st. Wouldn't that be crazy? I mean, I guess it wouldn't really be crazy. But if you like lived 30 years here and then you go and you're living in Australia or something and you're summer it's in December. <laughs> I know. I think that all the time. Like Australians are living it up. Yeah. Well, there is a girl that I follow on Instagram that does pottery stuff. And she like does these random mystery molds that she found. She's actually really cool. But I've seen her. She found one that was surfing Santa's. And, you know, to us, that just seems so weird. But, like, their Christmas is during the summer. So Santa would be surfing, not throwing snowballs or making a snowman. That is crazy. (laughs) And, like, for us, that's the whole thing with, like, the snow, you know, for Christmas. Like, that's a big thing. those poor Californians have to look at all the snow pictures and everything with Santa and just be like, I wonder what that's like. I know. (laughs) In Krampus's legend, he is the son of Hell from Norse mythology. And it's Hell, but it's one L. H-E-L. Oh, he's the son of Hell. That's what mm-hmm. Lindsay was for Halloween. She was Hell? Yeah. 
Oh, that is so cool. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Krampus is the son of hell. <laughs> the son of Should tell her that we're talking about her son. <laughs> Aww. And I love Norse mythology, if it's not evident from my daughter's name, which is mm-hmm. Valkyrie. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to dip into that a little bit. Hell was originally the name of the world of the dead. However, it later came to mean the goddess of death. Mm-hmm. Hell was one of the children of Loki, and her kingdom was called Nivelheim. And guess what? what? I looked up that word and how to pronounce it. Good job. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I did that for a lot of this episode, by the way. So, <laughs> Nivelheim. I inspired you. You did. I was like, you know what? If Amy's going to pronounce things right, <laughs> then I'm not going to guess. Although I was actually kind of proud of myself with all these words because my guesses were actually correct. German is a bit easier to get close to, I feel like. I guess it wasn't 100% correct for this word because there's an F in it. And I was going to say Niflheim and it's Mm. Niflheim, but I was really close. (laughs) But anyways, Niflheim, which is aka World of Darkness. Mm Mm-hmm. Anyways, cool stuff, right? Mm-hmm. However, he ended up getting mixed into Christian. Christian. Now I can't say an English word. I That happens. Archaeological. <laughs> Archaeological. Uh, he ended up getting mixed into Christian tradition. Two fun facts for you. One, during the 12th century, the Catholic Church tried to ban Krampus unsuccessfully due to his resemblance to the devil. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Two, in 1934, Austria's conservative Christian Social Party also tried to ban him unsuccessfully. <laughs> a, a newspaper for the Austrian Catholic Union called for a boycott against Krampus and the government of Leans. I also looked up how to pronounce that. <laughs> and the capital of East Tyrol banned Krampus dances. And Anne said that anyone who wished to play St. Nicholas, so not even Krampus, if they wanted to pretend that they were Santa Claus, mm-hmm. had to get licensed by the city. What the? <laughs> <laughs> That's the most random licensing thing I think I've ever heard. You have to be a license, or you have to get a license to be Santa. Yeah. Also, a Vienna kindergarten published a pamphlet warning parents that celebrating him could scar their children for life. I mean, it probably could because it is terrifying, he not gonna seems lie. scary, but okay. <laughs> it's part of their culture though. Like Germans yeah. have some hardcore yes, they lore. Do. Yeah. I wonder if their children are well behaved. I don't know, but I would assume so, honestly. <laughs> I would be terrified. Yeah. So Krampus is said to arrive on the evening of December 5th, which is known as Krampusnacht, which translates into Krampus Night. December 5th may seem like a really random date in December, but it actually correlates with St. Nicholas's Saint Day, which is December 6th. Interesting. That's also the day... Matt and I started dating in high school. December 6th or December 5th? Saint Day. Oh, the Saint Day. Oh, not Krampus's Day? No. So close. We were talking. 
but not not <laughs> official <were> yet. <laughs> Me and Mormon started dating on December fourth. Oh, so Krampus just wasn't in it for either of us. No, but we are just twins. Pretty we're, close, we're, yeah. We're pretty close. We're first cousins. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so while we're on the topic of Saint Nicholas, I'm gonna talk about a little history about Santa Claus because after all he is also a legend not scary in any way but he is a legend he could be classified as weird shit definitely definitely there was a Christian bishop or a monk depending on the source I don't know if they're interchangeable or not I think we've had this conversation before in an episode yep and we have no idea because we are educated (laughs) no Uh, so Anyways, he was uh, either a bishop or a monk or both named Nicholas, and he was born around 280 AD in what is now known as Turkey. He was a very kind man, and he was known to help the poor and give gifts to people in need anonymously. So there are a lot of, well, there's not a lot, but there were a handful of stories about St. Nicholas back in the day. I'm just going to tell you the most popular one. Okay. So there was a poor man who had three daughters. Back in the day, brides had to have dowries to get married. What is a dowry? I explain it. I'm glad okay, you asked good. because I thought everybody knew, but I was like, mm, I'm just going to put it in there. I've just always heard it and just been like, yeah, that's a thing. Okay. Well, now I'll get to it. But the man, he was so poor, he didn't have a dowry. For any of his daughters. So none of them could get married. Ooh. A dowry is a sum of money. That was to be paid by. Or sorry. Paid to the groom's family. By the bride's parents. On the wedding day. That explains that one story. Of yours. Where the guy married the girl for her dowry. Mm-hmm. I wasn't quite sure what that was. Oh whoops. <laughs> I just see, I'm glad I put it in because I just assumed everybody knew what that meant. I mean, I feel like I know it means something. Like context clue wise? Like, yeah, like money, family jewels, something important Mm -hmm. of value, I guess. But I never knew it was exactly like money. I don't think it has to be money. I think it depends on the culture, if it is money or not. Because I know I've heard like and i hope i'm not being offensive but i know i've heard like some there's like cows or goats or chickens and stuff like that or like a house even so anyway yeah that's a dowry saint nicholas somehow found out about this and he secretly dropped a bag of gold down the man's chimney one night <laughs> so that the man's <laughs> oldest daughter could get married the bag happened to fall into a stocking that had been hung by the fire to dry that doesn't make sense. The stocking would have to be hung in the fireplace. <laughs> Hold Not on. Buy it. Not buy it. Well, maybe it just was turned inward. I don't know. I don't know what chimneys looked like back uh, then. In 280 AD or around there. I'm sure there. it was a hole in the wall with mm-hmm. a stem coming out of it where the smoke went. <laughs> I mean, I trust you. <laughs> so the same thing also happened for the second daughter Mm -hmm. when it came time for her to get married nice 
So the father secretly hid by the fire every evening until he caught St. Nicholas dropping the cold. (laughs) Nicholas did not want the attention or the praise, so he begged the father not to tell anyone. But as with most things, his secret got out and people started to assume that when they received random gifts, it was from St. Nick. Mm. And because of his famed kindness, he was made a saint. If the story is true, it's never been verified, obviously. I would assume that St. Nicholas hates being called St. Nicholas since he (laughs) wanted to do everything anonymously. Yeah, probably. But that's the most popular legend. And I didn't know about that legend. It kind of makes sense now why we need stockings up. It does. Yeah. And why things come through the chimney. Yeah. Yeah. I just assumed we were weird. uh, That's what we liked. That's what we wanted. I don't know the melting point of gold, but what if the chimney was lit and it sat there for a long time? Honestly, I have no idea. Me either, but those are the questions that come to mind. I mean, I think gold actually has a low melting point compared to other metals, but I don't know. What if... The gold had just fallen straight into the fire and not magically ended up in a stocking. It would have all melted. You have liquid gold. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure it'd still be worth the same amount, right? It's still the same weight. Oh, definitely. It would dry. I don't know if it evaporates, but it would dry and turn into a like yeah. weird blob yeah. piece of gold. <laughs> So, like I said, there are a few other stories, but that one was the most popular one. Now, if you're wondering where the name Chris Kringle comes from, Kringles. I've that's an interesting guess. Mm-hmm. And I have always wondered that. I keep staring into Amy's third eye, but <laughs> it's just, she's just literally going through this entire podcast with this rock on her forehead. I never even thought to ask where Chris kringle came from but at the same time i've always wondered if that makes sense i don't know an interesting name but eh. i think the santa claus just has so many different names that i've just been like okay it's attributed to wherever their legend came from i really never thought about it ever but i mean i I don't want to say i've never thought about it ever i have i just was never important enough to look up and find out for myself he still gave me gifts no matter what he was called exactly. so it's all good well we're gonna talk about where chris kringle's name came from okay the name itself was popularized by a little movie called miracle on 34th 34th street 34th 34th you've seen that right yes okay same so there was a man who plays a Macy's Santa Claus, mm-hmm. and his name was Chris Kringle. But the actual origin of the name dates back to the 1500s during the Protestant Reformation. Martin Luther, not Martin Luther King Jr., Martin Luther. His great-great-grandpa? Was... No. <laughs> <laughs> he was a German priest, theologian, and professor and he wanted to discourage people from celebrating St. Nicholas's Saint Day because he believed that you shouldn't pray to any saint, that it went against scripture. Yeah. 
So he and his followers kind of invented their own character or idea. It's it's like an idea and a character called Christ Kind or Christ Kindle. Uh-huh. Chris Kindle, sorry. Which is German for Christ Child. Okay. The the Christ <laughs> The Christ Kindle would come on Christmas Eve, by the way, I wrote Christmas Even, and bring presents <laughs> to good children. In the 1840s, that was modified to Chris Kringle, which still makes no sense to me, but that was the explanation given. I mean, I can, I understand, like, it kind of sounds like Chris Kringle. It's kind of yeah. Chris, Chris Kindle, but I don't know. I don't know why they were like, we're going to make this two names instead of one. It's going to be Chris Kringle. But anyways, <laughs> that is the explanation. Okay. That's a weird one. So anyways, St. Nick's Saint Day is the 6th, so it makes sense that Krampus would come right before St. Nicholas's Day. Yeah. It's like Christmas Eve. To steal all the bad children. Kind of, yeah. Okay. Actually. <laughs> <laughs> and Krampus is a really bad guy, but surprisingly, he and St. Nick are actually kind of friends. <laughs> they both hang out together on Krampus Knocked, so... Nice. Well, it's, you know, everybody needs a villain to hang out with. Like, I guess it's weird picturing like this jolly clad in red old man <laughs> hanging out with the literal devil. But here we are. So what do they do on Krampus Knocked? That's what we're going to talk about now. Well, while St. Nick is gifting and rewarding children who have been nice all year by leaving them presents... Typically modest gifts like oranges, dried fruit, walnuts, and chocolate. Krampus is over here beating up kids who are naughty with birch switches. Woohoo! Not only that, but some children have also been said to disappear. Mm. They've been rumored to have been stuffed in Krampus's rucksack and hauled off to his lair, where one of two things will happen to them. They'll either be eaten... <laughs> Oh, I guess it's three things. I can't count. They'll be eaten, tortured, <laughs> or drowned. <laughs> That's three, not Man, two. Man, that sounds like a lot of fun. Are they eaten raw or like killed, cooked, skinned? I don't know. Krampus looks like he'd eat you raw. Yeah. Okay. But I don't know for sure. He may be a, he likes some grilled kind of guy. I don't know though. <laughs> so you have some kids nursing injuries inflicted on them from Krampus in the morning or just straight up gone while others are waking up to gifts kind of sad that that would really suck if you were like a parent and you had no idea how bad your child was and then all of a sudden they're gone on Krampus oh gone. my god I would lose my mind that'd be the worst <laughs> Christmas ever Jamie you were so bad all year I didn't even know I didn't even know you weren't bad to me apparently you were bad <laughs> behind my back what kids do at school stays at school mm-hmm. not not really but no better not <laughs> they think it does <laughs> yes so in Austria Krampus would deliver a miniature bundle of golden painted switches to the parents nice they, 
Yeah, and they would hang them in the house all year to remind kids to behave (laughs) or else Krampus was going to come get them. That's so messed up. However, there's another variation to the story that after St. Nicholas leaves gifts for a child, he would leave a golden branch for the child to represent his good deeds throughout the year. But if the child misbehaved, Krampus would take the child's gifts for himself and leave only a silver branch to represent the child's bad behavior. Ooh. Branches. (laughs) Just what I always wanted. I tried to be good all year long to get a golden branch. That would be really awesome. But speaking of branches, you made an excellent segue for my next (laughs) part of this. Mm Mm-hmm. Because we're going to branch off from Krampus and St. Nick. (laughs) Nice. Real smooth. (laughs) Have you ever heard of the companions of St. Nicholas? Elves and Rudolph? Well, no, but (laughs) they are, I guess, technically you're right. But I didn't know that there was more than just Krampus. Like, I mean, I guess it makes sense there's different cultures, so there would be some somebody else. But True. while I was researching this, I found an actual just one Wikipedia page titled Companions of St. Nicholas. <laughs> okay. So I'm just going to name a few of them, but there's one in particular I want to talk about because it's more Germanic. Well, I mean, there's other German ones too, but this is one... this. How do I say this? This particular one is the most popular Germanic companion to Santa. It's even more popular, I think, than Krampus is. I'm not German, so I don't know that for sure. But (laughs) that's what one of the articles said. Oh, okay. I obviously don't live in Germany to know. So... There are several legends revolving around St. Nicholas's companions during Christmas that basically play the same or similar role as Krampus. Names for dark or threatening companion figures that are said to hang around St. Nick include Cluffbuff in Bavaria, Bartel in Styria, Belsnickel in the Palatinate, Belsnickel, Schmutzli in Switzerland, Oh, sounds dirty. Rumple class, Belzebub, hands muff. Oh, hands muff is my favorite. It's two words: hands, hand muff, hands muff, hands muff, and Busebert in Augsburg. Those are some of them. Interesting. Are you going to talk about Beelzebub? No, I figured we all know what Beelzebub <laughs> is. We're going to talk about net. Rupert. Okay, if you say so. Nicked Rupert, which I looked up how to say. Mm. <laughs> so, according to some sources, like I said, he is the most common companion in German folklore. And like I said, I'm not German. I don't know. Don't come at me. But if you are German and I'm wrong, actually, you should tell me because now I'm curious to know. I always thought Krampus yeah. was, but apparently not. Me too. I mean, they made a whole movie. I know. Him. And it's one of my favorite movies on literal planet Earth. I was actually going to watch it 
before we recorded and then i forgot well you should watch it i'm gonna talk about it later so i'm not gonna say what i want to say right now but i'm holding it in for the end because i could go (laughs) off on about krampus so anyways, he is said to be a servant or farmhand of some sort. He is described as wearing a black or brown robe with a pointed hood, sometimes walking with a limp due to a childhood injury, or carrying a oh. long staff in a bag of ashes. Don't know whose ashes. Yes. Hey, no one said anything about someone's ashes. Oh, I guess that's true. Uh, he could have, you know made a campfire and really liked it and wanted to take it with me i just made it evil in my head (laughs) (laughs) i mean it probably is they didn't actually say so maybe i'm i don't know i think it's bad though maybe i think my (laughs) guess is they're ashes of children i don't know Don't come at me. Sometimes he has bells on his clothes. Sometimes he rides a white horse. And sometimes he is accompanied by men with blackened faces dressed as old women. Whoa. Mm-hmm. That is... I don't know. Yeah. I, yeah. yeah. I, well, that's, I think that <laughs> sentence right there is exactly why I was like, okay, let's talk about you. <laughs> um, He's even said to be sometimes accompanied by fairies. Cool. Fun fact, Rupert is a German form of the name Robert. Some other sources say Rupert. I could see either, so I'm not sure. Either way, it is a common name for the devil, apparently. So if your name is Rupert, I apologize. Also, my brother-in-law's name is Robert. So, (laughs) Jason, our friend in Missouri, used to give band members the nickname rupert interesting <laughs> i remember that so he was called yeah Mad is... i guess my brother-in-law huh? is like the sweetest yeah. person so it's not fitting for him anywho according to the legend knocked rupert will ask children whether they can pray if they can they'll receive apples nuts and gingerbread if they can't however he'll give them a bag of ashes or he'll place a switch in their shoes for their parents to beat them with. However, in other versions of the story, he will give kids who can't pray lumps of coal, sticks, or stones, while good praying kids will get sweets from St. Nick. What uh, defines praying? Like, they could be like, dear God, I love you. Mm -hmm. Amen. See, that's what I was thinking, but what it sounds like (laughs) to me is that they actually have to know actual prayers oh because i don't think you can just make okay. it up as you go why not i mean we do now anyway i mean yeah. i don't but other people do <laughs> now let's talk about something that's in conjunction with krampus that is also terrifying young men will put on carved wooden masks which are considered considered valuable pieces of folk art by the way cowbells and chains and elaborate costumes and run through their town in what is known as Krampusloff which translates into Krampus Run which is also the festival Mm -hmm. you're talking about Mm -hmm. it is customary to offer the Krampuses schnapps during the run Mm -hmm. 
Nice. So that's not bad until you consider that these men will actually try to terrify you and they will beat you, physically yeah. touch you. Which is why I was yeah, going to say that's not, that's not, yeah, okay. which is why I was going to say that I hope that, um, what's his butt is safe or was safe. Josh. Josh, Josh Gates, Gates, yes. I don't know why I could not think of his name. I really don't know if that's what he went to. I feel like that is because otherwise, why would I have this knowledge of it existing? But I do know he went to something where there were people with big hats that were whacking him with things or big heads. So maybe that sounds like it pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I've seen too much of it. In a mental floss article, they linked another article titled Krampus with the byline an Austrian Christmas tradition that can sting that described a few Americans experience at Krampusloff I read the article and I'm going to list a quote actually I think I have two quotes from the American who wrote it so here's the first one when the Krampuses descended on the crowd we saw people run and hide while others eagerly joined the melee these Krampuses were accompanied by a St. Nicholas, were considerably more aggressive than those in Graz. They were particular, particularly brutal to anyone who taunted them or tried to retaliate. A particularly large and frightening Krampus chased down an offending teenager, threw him on the ground, and sat on his chest. The boy looked terrified and near tears at the time. But- <laughs> I know, but shortly after the Krampus let him go, he was joyfully telling his friends about his ordeal. End. (laughs) So, like, if you have one of those fetishes where you're like, ooh, thank me, you go to that. Apparently, this is the place for you. (laughs) So, after these Americans had witnessed this, they went to a different event where they themselves were caught in the crosshairs. This is Mm. the other quote. They began to growl as they approached and held their switches at the ready. We backed away slowly, but the Krampuses were soon upon us, delivering a swift beating to our shins and thighs that left us reeling. The pain was severe, but when it faded, we were overtaken with the excitement of it now as victims fully participating in the Krampus tradition. (laughs) Wow. They were like, hey, I kind of like that. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) They go on to say that they tried to give the Krampuses a wide berth and to kind of keep to the background while watching the festivities. But even then, they were thrashed numerous times. He said that when they got back to their guest house, they had ruptured blood vessels, raised welts, and a lot of small bruises on their legs. no thank you not Mm -mm. worth it he also goes on to say that although it was unorthodox the lashings gave him room for introspection and he promised himself to become a better person for the next year oh yeah sure right Uh he's like i am never going back (laughs) (laughs) that would be my introspection I'm going to be a better person by not participating next year I will not beat up other people nor will I be beaten (laughs) <laughs> so in 2013, during the Krampus run in East Tyrol, 
Eight people were injured with broken bones and admitted to the Leans District Hospital, and over 60 other patients were treated with outpatient injuries, meaning they were treated and sent home with, you know, not life-threatening injuries. But they were injuries, nonetheless. Another very interesting cultural from... (laughs) I don't know what's wrong with me. Another very interesting cultural (laughs) phenomenon that happens with Krampus are... Krampus carton. What is Krampus carton, you may ask? Amy's giving me a look. You you run through the Krampus run with a wheelbarrow and see how many Krampuses you can get in your cart in. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good guess. Good job. But no. (laughs) They are Krampus Christmas cards. Oh. (laughs) You would think that they were meant to send holiday cheer. But they are definitely not. They cool. I mean, they're they kind of are now, but they're cards to warn you about Krampus, basically. Mm. In a history.com in a history.com <laughs> article, they say, quote, these holiday cards weren't meant to make you feel warm and fuzzy. One's marked Gruss Bomb Krampus. Greetings from Krampus showed Krampus stuffing a distressed child into a satchel or preparing to hit one with his bundle of birch sticks. Many of these postcards depicted Krampus going after children with his sticks, leading them away in chains or carrying them off in his bag. End quote. Are these the cards I should get for the kids this year? (laughs) No, but you can get them for me. I would love them. They're a huge thing. So in this article, it also goes on to describe how not all the cards are meant for children, but how some of them are quite adult and have pretty sexual overtones. Sometimes having Krampus being portrayed as big women whipping tiny men or putting them in her rut sack or dangling (laughs) the men in the air, or sometimes having Krampus pursuing busty women. Nice. Um, I... I think that's a little off track from the children. Oh, yes. You know, children, children usually aren't busty no. women Mm-mm. by then. But. Yeah, it went from warning children about Krampus or anyone in general, really, to, yeah, it's kind of like a phenomenon now. Like, it's huge. If you look it up, there's so many, like, it's just a thing. One thing I wanted to point out is that while I was researching Krampus, I did find a lot of weird fan art that also had sexual overtones about Krampus. Oh. (laughs) I'm not sure if any of you have ever seen a picture of what Krampus is supposed to look like or have heard the description that I just listed at the beginning of this episode, but sexual fan art is not what I expected to find. I was looking up <laughs> it. But anyway, that's a thing. I also found a cat on Reddit named Krampus, though, and he is super cute. Oops. Just saying. <laughs> a little, little yes. different. I also realized that there are a lot of people who write Krampus stories every year during the Christmas season. I saw a lot of threads about it on Reddit. I read a few of them, and they're, like, really awesome. I think they're kind of, like, creepy pastas. But it's neat. Yeah. I'm not going to add them to our podcast because they're not factual and they're somebody's like intellectual property. So 
There yeah. are, but I think it's really cool that they they have like writing contests and stuff about it, and some of them are actually pretty scary. You should you should write one this year. That would be awesome. So that's really all I have about Krampus. But I was really excited to cover Krampus because one of me and my husband's holidays traditions is to watch Krampus, the movie <laughs> that I've been wanting to talk about this entire time. It came out in 2015, and we watch it a lot during the Christmas season after the kids go to bed, but we especially try to watch it every Christmas Eve. That is like <laughs> me and Mormon's tradition. How romantic. Isn't it, though? It's the best. If you have not seen it, I seriously highly recommend it. It has nostalgic vibes like late 80s, maybe early 80s, early 90s, that time period of how. Depends on how big the hair was. Well, see, that's not the vibe, though. Like, it's it. It has a modern aesthetic. Mm -hmm. But the feeling of the movie though somehow is like (laughs) an 80s early 90s like jack frost it's like that kind of feeling i don't know how to explain it you gotta watch it it is perfect it's funny it's scary it's creepy it's just perfect in every way that movie is perfect maybe i'll get around to it this year have you you never seven years late never (gasps) You need to. You really, really do. It is, I don't know. You're probably going to come back to me and be like, Samantha, that is the most horrible. <laughs> it is my favorite. One of my very favorites. I remember the first time me and Mormon watched it. Like, I was like, oh my God, this is everything I've wanted in a holiday movie. Anyway. Interesting. You just, because you wanted a haunted, scary yeah christmas movie yeah me and amy were just talking about this the other day it's kind of funny because like christmas is my favorite holiday and i love everything scary so you would think halloween would be my favorite holiday which is amy's favorite holiday but i don't know it's not christmas i love the christmas feeling but i love everything scary and terrifying i don't know it's weird yeah but how many halloween decorations did you put out like five and how many Christmas decorations did you put out two days after Halloween? All of them. So, which is yeah. a lot. <laughs> That's the thing is I don't get it. Like, I mean, it's weird, right? But I don't know. I do, I love scary movies are, I will only watch scary movies only. Or, yeah, scary movies. Sometimes it's a suspense yeah. movie, but pretty you much. You don't like, like, real world movies i cannot stand drama movies at all period. you really hate sad movies yeah which is funny. i mean you've only seen titanic once okay. i just can't get over that okay but <laughs> when the old people are holding hands oh my in god the bed, like that you know they're actually broke my heart. they're actually modeled after real people okay see you're proving my point right there like i'm not I can't remember who that. it is it, it has to be it's someone that that has to do with one of those big department stores back then like they came up with it or something like not sears but one of the other ones i think but yeah they're modeled after those people that's awful 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 well, yeah it's awful but i mean how are you supposed to get my references i like see the like, movie i know it come back come back you know that part you didn't get it when i did that the other day I'll never so let like go jack I get that part. I get it. I've heard it a lot. 
No. Mm. But yeah, mm. I won't. Well, yeah, I don't like it. But yeah. So this is the last episode of the year. Of of the year. Yep. Not forever, but before the holidays, um, whatever holiday you celebrate. Oh, I celebrate Christmas. I'm not religious in any way, but just do. I just make it about family. She likes the trees. I like the lights and the music. You know, there's lots of music for Halloween, but okay, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> but I I have a couple things I want to say. First, I want to say that Christmas or the holiday season can be really hard for people. Not everybody loves it like I do. In fact, I know a few people who despise Christmas and it messes with their depression. They get really depressed. They get really upset. So what I'm trying to say is that be nice to people. (laughs) Spread joy. You know, if you know people that aren't lucky, you know, you know, they may not be as blessed, hashtag blessed as you are. You know, they may not have as much or they may be lonely and invite them over to your Christmas or, you know, just try to do something nice. Okay. Cause it's not easy for everybody. The kids this year and I are making a basket for the humane society, you know, just goodies and stuff. If you can do something like that, if you can donate to the homeless, if you can invite a lonely friend over, do it like spread, spread nice holiday cheer. <laughs> that's that was my PSA. Nice PSA. Because a lot of people are selfish. Yes. And assholey around Christmas time. Yes. And they only care about themselves or theirs. And that's not what Christmas is about, in my opinion. Agreed. And Chris Christmas is not about gifts, okay? <laughs> no. But it's also not about judging people for how many gifts they do get their kids because I've seen a lot of that too. And I'm like, they're their kids like they could do what they want anyways okay (laughs) that was my psa the second thing that i wanted to say is that we kind of mentioned at the top is we have a gift for you we have a bonus episode and it's our first listener episode there's an amazing woman named sarah yeah who we got her permission by the way, in case anyone's going to say anything, who is the only person so far since we've started the podcast to write us a listener story. And she did an amazing, amazing job. And she's hilarious. Oh, my God. Yeah. So it's long enough to where we decided to make it an entire episode. And we're going to post it as a bonus episode for you guys as our Christmas gift to you. And but really, I guess you guys can thank Sarah for that because she's amazing. Yep, she is. And she made a good point when we were talking to her about it. Maybe you guys just need someone to go first, break the ice, and then you guys can actually send us your stories. Yes. So if you want to listen to that, it's going to be posted at the same time as this. And we hope you enjoy it. What did you think about Krampus? I think... Krampus is just misunderstood. You think Krampus is misunderstood? <laughs> He's not a bad guy. He just wants to help the world by making shithead children obey, you know? Yeah, he's just, you know, he's the yin and yang, you know, Santa and Krampus. I think Krampus is another one of those stories that's made 
to get your children to get their shit together. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Is that's mm-hmm. like all urban legends, really? Yes, this that great. is definitely what I've learned this year. Isn't that funny? Yeah. They're, it's all about parenting. Yeah. <laughs> Some people are just a little more hardcore <laughs> than others. <laughs> Some people are like, "Well, you won't listen to me, so maybe you'll listen to this dead person." <laughs> Or this fuzzy monster <laughs> with horns and a tongue that hangs down to his chest. Yeah. Uh, weird shit meter rating? Mm, I mean, the little the switches and all that, that's kind of weird. I'd giving gold ones or silver ones and promoting beating your children. Um the fact that people actually go to this shindig to get beat. <laughs> yeah (laughs) that's Mm -hmm. that's real weird i mean it's cool if that's what you're into but like (laughs) i don't know it just seems not something i want to (laughs) do no me neither maybe if i could watch from a helicopter where they can't reach me (laughs) but i don't want to be in it no 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 i am strongly against being beaten so same um i guess i would probably put it at about a five six six kind of close to what i had yeah i say a 7.5 to 8 because krampus is my favorite movie one of (laughs) and his tongue is freaky if you if you see a picture of him he is real fucking weird looking and he may possibly eat you you know what I've been picturing this whole time? What? The devil? No. The thing in Pan's Labyrinth with the eyes on its hand. I fucking love that monster. I love that monster. Is he that gives monster me Pan? Yes. Okay. That's what I was going to say, but I didn't know for sure because it's been I think... forever since I watched it. Okay. Now I'm second guessing myself. I think so. Let me look. Okay. Don't want to lie to these good people, you know? No, he's called the Pale Man. Pale Man. Pan is the character who's in the labyrinth. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So let us know what you think about Krampus. If you've seen Krampus the movie and you love it, tell us about it. I don't want to hear if you didn't like it. Sorry. I won't have it. It's literally in my top like 10 favorite movies. There's no way it's bad. Um, <laughs> no, none at all. No way. And write us any, you know, any weird things that have happened to you. We'd love to hear it and we'd love to share it. Yeah. And we're going to share Sarah's in our bonus episode. And we hope you listen to it. And we hope that it inspires you to write to us. True. You can send your listener submissions to us at thisislegendpod.com that's our wonderful website then we have thisislegendpod at gmail.com that is our email very great for submissions then you can also follow instagram facebook and tiktok and yeah keep it spooky classy and sassy But most of all, keep it legendary and have a great holiday season from us to you. Goodbye. Bye.